0: white studio
1: hello everyone welcome to book your next speaker a podcast all about professional speakers from across the globe sharing their greatest learnings in their journeys of impacting thousands of lives through the power of their narrative I am your host, Anshul Junjunwala. I am a speaker, author and consultant on wealthy minimalism and my passion is to explore the power of narratives and make it go global. So in this show, each week, we discover the incredible stories of individuals who believed in the power of their voice and share their wisdom and expertise with the world. So ladies and gentlemen, let's get started.
0: Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to Book Your Next Speaker podcast show by Anshul Jindalwalah. Today we have our amazing guest with us, who is an IIT and IIM graduate, and then he found his way to the path of Himalayas. He is the founder of Renewalism, and he is an expert on stress management, applying ancient Oriental wisdom to modern business challenges. Welcome Sandeep Nath.
2: Thank you so much, Achal. It's an absolute delight to be on your show.
0: Wow, it is great to have you with us, Sandeep. Now, I am so curious to know, Sandeep, from IIT, IIM, how did you land in the lap of Himalaya? <laughs> Why does
2: one go to IIT, IIM to learn stuff? What did I do? I learned nothing. <laughs> I probably realize that I'm going to learn a lot more of the Himalayas. But uh, jokes apart, you know, it was, it was really uh, around 2005 when um, I was running my own consulting company, which was into internal and external marketing communications and culture building. And we were working with some very large multinational companies in consumer products and in business process outsourcing, to name a few. And both these segments started disturbing me, Actually, Why? Because I found that I was part of the problem. Rather than, and what the clients do, you know, I was wondering, are we creating more problems or are we solving them? For example, all this stuff that we sell to consumers, it it goes against a very basic grain of mine of, uh, maybe you could call it minimalism, or at least eating, living, healthy, you know. And uh, then with the BPOs, I mean, there is this whole hundreds of thousands of uh, kids, very sharp guys, who are working like clerks. And the fact, clerks would be glorified. They're working like automatons. And I said, this can't be the future of human consciousness. So what is our purpose? And that got me started on learning about purpose and consciousness from some of the Vedic gurus around Hyderabad where I was operating. So we have Sri Sri, we have Sakisai, I was very fortunate. And by 2010, I was uh, in a position where I handed my company over to the other directors And I took off to learn from Tibetan lamas there in the mountains, you know. (laughs) So it is just what are we looking for?
0: Yes, absolutely. Now, uh, Sandeep, it is very interesting that someone who was trained and conditioned to go to IIT, IIMs, and get those tags and then actually go and give it all up to change the world. So, do you also plan to associate yourself with brands that? you know, employ those kind of people that you were actually going to be a part of earlier, you know, you were going to be a part of this same workforce earlier. So what do you think you can do to help the people who are in the existing workforce?
2: Awesome. That, that is so perceptive. Because I think that thanks to the last 15 years, I've got some insights in which would have been great to have when I was uh, in my twenties, at least in my uh, 35, 40s midlife, which is when I had taken off. And that's what I'm looking at. How do I bring what I've learned about our energy, ancient oriental wisdom, as you said, and help people use that in communities, in corporates. So what I mean is that we can actually do stuff exercises, workshops, training, of course, and even top-level management coaching so that they understand the impact of uh, using these wisdom practices for upping revenues and productivity. And the idea is that once we have an intervention with uh, a brand, they are able to see between test group A and test group B how much, let's say, the index of uh, engagement has improved. Productivity has improved. Uh, Let's say uh, sickness has come down 43%. Absenteeism has come down 36%. And that gives us empirical data to show how we can self-regulate health.
0: Absolutely. That is amazing. So uh, tell us a little bit about your experience, Sandeep, when it comes to going and meeting the next generation of workforce and even the top-level management when you meet them. And when you take them through these workshops, what's the best feedback you have received from these people?
2: So there is one line which I use on my LinkedIn banner, which says five minutes to Sandeep and I was stress-free. <laughs> so That that's that was really cool, you know, as a candid response, which came from a school in Mexico. And uh, she's an educator. And uh, I've had the good fortune of doing these things across four continents, across 46 cities in the last five years. and. Uh, Responses, when one comes in touch with their own energy, it's it's like a baby being reborn. So it's like, huh? It's complete wonderment. It's amazement. And then to know that this energy can be used for our own um, health, happiness, and harmony is uh, transformational. So I know transformational is the most overused word <laughs> in, in coaching and uh, speaking space, but why I would still use the word transformational is because we are approaching these issues at a different level. There are three levels in the trinity of body, mind, and spirit. Everybody works on the body. Many people work on the mind, but very few, unless they are like spiritual gurus, which I'm not, work on spirit. So for those who, lo- who want to look upon the benefits of working with spirit, which is energy, in non-religious and non-sectarian concept context, would
0: do well to explore this. Awesome. Now, uh, Sandeep, it's been 13 months that our country and more than that for the entire world that we are going through such stressful times and companies are getting shut. People are getting unemployed. Even those people who are still in the workforce are going through this stressful times. right? This pandemic is taking a toll on mental health and mental well-being right? So how are your techniques going to be helpful to the people, especially in times like these?
2: Yes, it is actually in times like these that we have to look at two things, both of which I focused on packaging in the last year. One is looking inwards. So that is what I call inner bar because the direction has been set inadvertently by the pandemic. The direction is to be more mindful. You can be mindful of your mask. You can be mindful of your personal hygiene. But you can start moving down that road into being more mindful about what you consume, how much you consume, is there enough for your needs, or are we, you know, into greed and stuff like that? We can we can do things that take us further in this trajectory of evolution of consciousness. Thanks to the kick that the COVID has given us. The second thing is. What I call renewal. In fact, there's a book I've written called Renewal, and there's a movement that is uh, underway uh, in 2021. The Renewalism Movement, which is about renewing ourselves, not only self renewal at a body, mind, spirit level, but symbiotic renewal, which is a renewal of our relationships with the people around us, with the planet, with the environment, and a systemic renewal, which is a renewal of systems. So many systems stopped serving us, but we were too busy to notice, you know? And uh, stuff like uh, online schooling, stuff like telecommuting, so we have been forced into relooking at those. But renewing by design is something that uh, we we ought to start doing. So the need of the is to look inwards and see how this inner power can be used. And um, instead of focusing on what's outside, you know, all the gadgets, all the people, and everything in the world around us, and getting influenced by that, spending money and Building technology for that, we could start focusing on technologies within. And second is we've got to start renewing our uh, entire ecosystem.
0: Awesome. Now I am very curious, Sundeep, with this term renewalism. So my next question is that how do we start? Give us a little bit of a glimpse, okay? Share your secret of renewalism a little bit about that with us.
2: So what is renewal? Renewal is the process of becoming new again. When we were babies, we were born as pure spirit. And we were born with the innocence and the native pure energies. Now, as our egos develop, as our conditioning envelops us, as we start forming these layers of the onion around us, we start limiting ourselves. So I'm not taking you through a you know, breaking open limiting beliefs class, and taking you through a process where you don't have to go through the layers of the onion. You just recognize your inner power which is deep at the core in the access of the onion and connect with that. And when you connect with that, your energy is different, your productivity is different, your engagement with your work and with your team and with your clients is completely different. People sense customer delight. They just see you and that that energy is so different that What have you been drinking, you know, (laughs) that sort of a thing. And uh, that's what we'd like people to discover. So when you get into renewalism practices, like you said, what is the first step? Probably the first step is reading the book. You can grab a free copy at renewalism.com. And once you do, then it's about habits. So the renewal lists out 30 habits in these three segments of self-symbiotic and systemic. And then starting to see how you can apply those habits so easily. It's really easy to apply habits, you know, and there are a lot of books written on habits, but this is probably definitive because when you invoke energy into it, you can form habits pretty fast. I mean, that's something that I teach in a, in a one-hour uh, talk and people are, wow, that worked. So you can start with stuff like that.
0: Right. So Sandeep, what I'm hearing is that in your one-hour keynote, you actually take people through the process of renewalism which, you know, after they step out of your room, they can actually start feeling the difference right there, right now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's like cooking,
2: right? So in a one-hour session, you wouldn't have the, uh, let's say, if we we are cooking uh, a cake, baking a cake, you wouldn't have the cake there, but you would have a sense of the cinnamon that goes into it, which is, let's say, energy which is not a cinnamon that you have in a normal chocolate cake, right? So if you're gonna to get to use cinnamon, I hope viewers like cinnamon, <laughs> but you know whatever you like, you get a taste of that. You get a taste of energy and that you can work with it. Then it is, uh, I mean, making the cake is such fun and uh, having it is greater fun. You can actually make your cake and eat it too.
0: Right, absolutely. Now. Um- Sandeep, from a brand perspective, okay, if somebody really wants to have Sandeep Nath for a keynote, I want to know who is the audience that will most benefit from that one hour keynote? Is it the youngsters who have just joined with high energy to get a direction? Is it the middle level? Is it the top level? Who is your audience?
2: I'm looking at two segments, uh, Anshal. The first segment is senior and top management, senior executives. When they get their uh, thoughts aligned and they are themselves examples of leadership and connection in mind, body, spirit, that's when they can form these circles of community within their teams and we can guide those structures. So that's very critical. For the teams, I've got products. I've got the inner power programs, which are video-driven, and the teams can take them on themselves. And then we can have, uh, in the guidance sessions, we can have them uh, explore how they're working with it. But for the senior managers, it's very important because they are the ones who are laying the precepts of how things are to be re-looked at, how reframing is, in fact, a habit. So that's very important. The second reason why senior managers are also very important is because they are in that midlife area where I was. So I have very deep personal experience with that where you've got to take on responsibility you want to and you also have this uh, aspiration to grow further. So you're kind of sandwiched in the middle. And uh, it's only by building your energy that the sandwich disappears. The second segment, Achal, is uh, universities and high schools. Because if we can empower the students before they get into the job force. And this is where I implore uh, any educators watching this to take this seriously and build programs like these into the curriculum. Because the moment the 20 year old joins a BPO, let's say, or any other company, he's an automaton. And he's at the mercy of the knowledge of his boss and his HR manager. So equipping the bosses and the HR managers is the first priority. But equipping these guys, the, the new generation, Gen Z, is very important because they would know from within that there are solutions. They would have already connected with their inner power and not have to actually take guidance from uh, half baked ideas about uh, how to deal with such stuff, which come from Western medicine <laughs> and all sorts of sources. So uh, that, that's what would be most beneficial, I believe.
0: Right. Uh, thank you, Cindy, uh, for sharing that. And now. Something I want to know uh, personally is who is Sandeep Nath? We know we have read your bio, we've seen your website, you're all over social media. You are a personal brand, but something about Sandeep Nath in his personal space who is he? Well,
2: he's a simple guy who believes that it is the power of small habits that can bring change to the world. I don't know why you said that in the opening remarks, but it stuck with me, that phrase about changing the world. Because it's not me or anybody specifically who's out there to change the world. It is you. It is each one of you listening and watching. And how do you do that? I quote Gandhi here, be the change you want to see in the world. So how will you be the change? By what you do. What determines what you do? What you're habituated to do? What determines what you're habituated to do? Your habits. Let's get to the root of habits. 30 habits to renew with. So who's Sandeep Nath? Sandeep Nath is a guy who is attempting to get people to realize this. And I have a voice. And I have been speaking for, uh, well, I haven't been speaking for very long. I've been speaking for about uh, 10 years. But I have been... uh, wanting to be influencing people for more than those 15 years. In fact, uh, in 2003, when I was the president of a Rotary Club, that's when I realized that, uh, hey, it feels really good to have an audience. And uh, I've been speaking since then. And I've been watching speakers through my years in network marketing, which is a phenomenal industry to be in. And uh, the, the high consciousness of leadership over there is amazing. I picked up a lot of stuff that I put in programs for uh, developing leadership in that senior management management level from uh, mentors there. And then I worked six years in the villages, and that was also, it was, you know, creating micro-entrepreneurship and women empowerment through solar energy products and grids and stuff. So working in those villages uh, put me into a different area. And then since uh, my wife is a Mexican, we travel a lot because just to get home, <laughs> you've got to go up around halfway around the world. So that's why we've done workshops and stuff uh, everywhere. She's also into mindfulness and meditation, and she's a Spanish uh, tutor in India where, when we are here. And so that's the part of me that uh, has been able to create this impact all around uh, the world. And then thanks to last year with masterclasses, with things going online, with one, the renewal habits of uh, you know exploring online for that uh, kind of stuff, we, we have uh, been able to pursue this, this course. We, we have no kids. We chose never to have kids and we decided to adopt the world.
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> I that's... love that. Uh, we decided to adopt the world. That is an amazing, amazing thought. And uh, Sandeep, uh, we are in just the final segment of this interview, but I want to leave wow. you with uh, rapid fire questions just to keep the moods a little light okay and to let let the audience know who Sandeep Nath is in a more fun and a lighter way okay so I'm gonna ask you uh some three five questions here and the answers have to be rapid candid just at the top of your mind okay are you ready Sandeep? <laughs> <laughs> I guess
2: so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes absolutely okay so my first question is Sandeep What is your guilty pleasure? Chocolate. Wow. What's your favorite book? I'll have to choose here. Let's say, uh, Louis Hay,
2: You Can Heal Your Life.
0: Wow, amazing. Tell me, what is the one thing that you cannot live without?
2: Being a Buddhist, I have no such attachments.
0: I love that. I love that. What's the one place that is your hideout? If we can't find Sandeep, We will find him there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I guess my home. I love being at home, which is in the town. It's a very nice little pad.
0: All right. One last question. What really, really inspires you every day?
2: This idea that we can see a different consciousness driving this world. We can be more internally focused than externally. We can change our outer realities based on our inner power. We can renew. It's a crazy kind of drive. I have no idea why it's strong, but it's my divine purpose, I believe. It drives me.
0: Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Sundi, for this wonderful interview. And yes, everyone, we will be coming back next week with another speaker will be sharing his journey
1: and why he's so passionate about his topic. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Book Your Next Speaker with my esteemed guest. If you enjoyed this conversation, please share this with someone who you think would benefit from the ideas, insights shared on this episode. And also, if you can take a screenshot of this episode and share it on Instagram. But don't forget to tag me, I am at Archel underscore the wealthy minimalist on Instagram and share the biggest takeaways from this episode. And don't forget to tag wine.studio and wine.speakersbureau handles on Instagram. I would really appreciate if you could leave your review for the episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this episode. This will help us to reach out to new listeners for this show. Now, make sure you have hit that subscribe button. But most importantly, thank you so much for tuning in into this show. And I will see you in the next episode. Goodbye till we meet again. Make sure that you are believing in the power of your narrative.